You're listening to the King's Church Podcast. Visit us online at kingswisbeach.org.uk. Very good evening to you. Hello. Welcome to Friday Conversations from the King's Church in Wisbeach. And um, this week we're continuing a series um, from the book that Matt McClear has written, a 40-day devotional for Lent, but the prison letters. Um, not letters about prison, but Paul wrote them from prison to encourage the church. So uh, we've, we've reached um, part six, and this evening Keith and I, we're going to talk about suffering, aren't we? We are indeed. Which is, um, well, it's, I think it's going to be a very interesting conversation. Yes. Can I just say welcome to people um, that uh, Alan and Pam are, are with us on, online, uh, Alan and Joan, Fiona, Richard and Maggie, uh, Hope and John. Uh, other people will be joining us. Uh, it is a conversation, isn't it, Keith? It is. So we we invite comments and absolutely. Uh, if you've got questions or comments or responding to what we're saying, um, you, if you've logged on, you can write in the comments column and we'll pick that up. Yes. Uh, we are going to pose a question at the beginning because the subject is suffering, and um, other people might have said it, but we did have a lady in the church some years ago. Uh, she died a few years ago, but uh, she, she went through some very difficult experiences in life, and she did say um, she wouldn't want anybody to go through that experience, but having gone through it, she wouldn't be without it. Yes. Um, and if you relate to that, if there's times where there's been really testing, um, testing of your faith, testing in circumstances, and you wouldn't want other people to have to experience that, but having gone through it, you've gained something from it, which... So if, if you're able to, without uh, you know, encroaching on other people's privacy or anything like that, but it um, be interesting to, to yep. know people's comments. It would indeed. So how are we going to tackle this subject of suffering, Keith? Uh, well, I, I, want to, I, I asked Clive if I could start with something, because one of the things that um, I realised uh, as I was reading this is that it could be easily misinterpreted. Yes. Okay, so, so I just want to start by... Excuse me if I preach a little bit, but there, there are, we're talking about suffering, but there are actually, and I'm sure there might be more, but I recognize three types of suffering. Okay, so the first type of suffering that I'm aware of is what I'd call suffering due to sin. So suffering due to sin is when the natural, what we might, other people might call natural suffering, so a cold or um, an illness of some sort, natural disasters, um, anything which is the world that we live in responding to sin. Absolutely. Okay? So we live in a sinful world, it's a fallen world, it's not how it should be, and people suffer as a result of that fallen world. It is not God sending an earthquake or giving you the flu. Can I just support, in the book, just to quote uh, what Matt's written, um, no one likes to suffer, but we can't escape from the reality that life can get hard, ugly and painful. We live in a broken and hurting world. Brilliant. That's exactly right. So so that's the first type, and lots of people blame God for that type of suffering when actually it's directly the result of sin. Adam sinned all the sin from then. Okay. So the second and third type then are about suffering that's caused as a result of us being Christians. Christian, that's right. Okay, so there's two types of, of suffering that we go through as a result of being Christians. One is, you know, is, is in a sense, God's asked you to do something and that task is difficult. Mm-hmm. It's a challenge and you might have to put a lot of effort in. Mm-hmm. So there's a passage I'll be reading later where Paul said he went without sleep and he went yeah. without food. So there might have been times when God asked him to do something which meant he missed a meal or maybe a whole day's meal and mm-hmm. Jesus fasted and so on. Yeah. So, so, and we're not decrying the fact that that requires effort and indeed there is an element of suffering involved in that. Yeah. Okay. So there might be times when God asks you to do something, it's very challenging and there is that type of suffering. And then the third type of suffering is about other people's response to the fact that we're, that Christians. we're Christians. Yes. And, the, and the, they actually treat you differently because you're a Christian, mm. and in many cases treat you badly yes. as a result of being Christian. Yes. And that's a different type of suffering again. And in, in, Matt's, in the, the passages that Matt uses, 
most of the things that he's referring to well, is that third that. type of suffering yeah. where people um, treat us differently as a direct result of the fact that we're followers of Jesus. Yes, yes. But it's not the only type of suffering. But yes. it is important that we know the difference. Yes. Otherwise, we can get confused about, you know, why am I yes. suffering? What's going on here? You know, yes. am I suffering for Christ? No, you've got a cold. Yes. Yes. <laughs> And it's it's like poverty. It's very relative, isn't it? It is for for in a comfortable lifestyle, uh, an inconvenience. We can say there's a suffering, but actually, if if you're living under persecution, yes, you can learn to bear with a lot more. <laughs> and you know, and indeed, that's true in all sorts of things, isn't it? So I think about it. So um, one of the things I, that my family think I'm weird about is the fact that um, I can cope with very high temperatures when I touch things okay and that's because I was a chemist and um, the kids used to warm up the yes. tripods <laughs> yes okay and I used to pick the tripods up um, because I didn't know they were hot um, and I'd have to put them down again I couldn't just throw them around when they're you know, red hot um, and so I actually got used to the fact that I, I could on the whole respond slowly to that situation I wouldn't even get burned really yeah yeah, and, and oh. it's, yeah it's just mm -hmm. I don't know yeah. my skin must have got hard so if we use that analogy for other things there are certain things which you can become, to some extent, immune to the impact yes, of it. Yes, yes, so it, yes. it lessens it, doesn't it? Absolutely. So, yes. um, so you can learn, and part of discipline mm -hmm. is the fact that you can cope with yes. certain yes, types yes. of suffering. Yes. Now, there are other types I never want to learn how to cope with, to be no, honest. No, no, no. Yeah, so, um, and and, and uh, when things go wrong, or physically things go wrong, actually, because there is pain, that's a good thing. Absolutely. Because we know something is wrong and needs fixing. Uh, just physically, I'm, I'm sure we've all suffered ailments of some things, but one time I, I, I had a very um, severe pain in my back, turned out to be a blocked kidney. Now, if the pain hadn't been there, that's right. I wouldn't have known something needed attended to. So there, there is a, a helpful, beneficial side to suffering as well. We, and, and I think that's true for the world. When, when we get distressed about the, the injustices and the horrors of the world, I think if we were immune to that and we just shrugged our shoulders yes. and said, doesn't matter, actually, uh, because, because we do feel it, it actually means that uh, you know, we're sensitive to that and we know, we know something needs fixing. That's right, something's wrong. Something's wrong. Um, Jesus is <laughs> eventually, we love, we love the verse, don't we? Uh, in the new creation, there'll be no more tears. Yes. No more sorrow, no more yes. pain. Uh, but in this age, in this generation, for many people, that is, that is a lot. And, and you're absolutely right. I, I've never really thought about that analogy. Right. right. Okay. But, um, so we know that the disease leprosy yeah. causes people's nerve ends to, to rot mm. and so they don't feel things That's right. so they can actually yeah. cut yeah. a finger off and they don't even yeah. know they've done it and, yeah. and so on yeah. and, and so people say lepers you know lepers often lose limbs and yeah, stuff really well it's yeah. because they've injured themselves yeah. so in that sense pain is really helpful because it stops you mm. injuring mm. yourself yes but in the world when we when we get upset by what people are doing and so on that's a good thing because it makes, it makes us do the same thing isn't it yes. we need to stop this yes. we need to stop this because this is wrong this yes. is causing pain this is causing yes. suffering and it's the wrong thing to do and i never really thought about that so in that sense, actually getting upset about something is, is a good and proper yes. response. Yeah, absolutely. We've, we've had a couple of responses to right. the... To the uh, have you, is your tablet working? Yes, it's working. I'll read the first one, you can read the, the second one. So Maggie's put, put on, in response to the question, which is, have you been through a testing time that you wouldn't go without if you had the chance, uh, chance to, re to relive that part of your life again? Maggie says, I haven't really suffered compared to many, but I've had times of loneliness and God pointing out my sin, which is a painful thing, true. but I grew through it, yes. Okay, yeah. and Verity, Verity said this, it's not a particular time it's been throughout my life, mm -hmm. but I have struggled with anxiety, internal suffering, but I won't go, through, go without it because it has drawn me so much closer, closer to Jesus. Yeah. I have to be totally dependent on him, which is yeah, a blessing. blessing. Yes, yes. Um, I, are we going to move on and talk talk about Christian thing? And do yeah, 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 yeah. Because it ties up something I want to say. Yeah, Be, because in Hebrews it talks about um, Jesus learning obedience through what he suffered. Yes. And uh, that, that ties in with what Verity said that uh, I had to learn to be totally dependent on God, uh, which is a blessing. 
Um, and so in Hebrews it talks about Jesus as a son learning obedience through what he suffered um, and his obedience to the will of the father meant that uh, he was the object of a lot of abuse of misunderstanding mm -hmm. of really uh, harsh accusations blasphemy these are work of the devil yep, yep. Um, but he had to learn I'm going to keep go doing the father's will despite that but because he was doing it he would um, be, be the object of people's hatred which we know eventually led to the cross well Mark says from the beginning uh, people were plotting how to get rid of him yes um, but um, that 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 sense of God doing something uh, in us through that through that challenging time which is what Verity said I've, I've learned to be dependent on him which is a blessing yes yeah. and, and I wonder if part of the learning was when he was younger when we don't really know much of his story yeah. mm -hmm. because everybody as you're growing up yes. faces challenges don't you and Parents. also yeah <laughs> yes. and and you know you might hurt yourself yeah. in different yeah. ways yes. and that and that's part of what i was saying before in those times if you if you t learn the lesson from those times yes. mm -hmm. actually your capacity to cope with difficulties and challenges grows yes and and you can actually learn how to survive and, and possibly even prosper in things like that and I believe that Jesus as he was growing up learned those lessons he had to learn how to be a good son he yes. had to learn how to obey he had to go through challenges and whatever yes and that all helped so yes. that when those people did start saying those things Thank to him, him he could yes. cope with it yes because yes. you know if it was the very first time if I had if nobody had ever been mean to me my whole life mm -hmm. the first time somebody was, was. would come as a major shot wouldn't it yes you've learned that that's how people can behave yes and and you learn well not to be overcome by it but over, yes. to overcome in it yes yeah and I, I, we're, we're aware that uh, suffering that there can be the physical pain but there can be the emotional Absolutely. and the the, 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 the the mental pressure on you which which can be very very difficult mm. uh, so so since you've raised the topic yeah, and yeah. I know we go to um, we go back to stuff and it's a focal point in my life so I return to it from, from time to time but obviously when I lost my voice and couldn't talk for two years I actually found that very challenging mm -hmm. and the thing that I found most challenging about it was I'm a very gregarious person mm -hmm. yeah right I yes. like yeah, I like, like being, being with people, people. Yeah. I like talking to people I actually enjoy conversations uh, and so on so losing all that yes. and being unable to communicate and indeed people around me talking talking and indeed I was in places where they were talking about me when I was sat in the, in the room and I couldn't respond so so um, going through that I actually found emotionally one of the most challenging times of my life yes um, and indeed with Anna my wife um, it was very challenging because she had to go out to work she was having to cope with um, all the changes that she had to do, go through and what she was doing was her world was expanding because she'd been looking after the children right, yeah. so she'd spent most of her time with children now she was having to, to deal with adults and suddenly having to deal with a different type of work paid work and all that was associated with that and there was a part of me which actually was jealous that she right. could do that because yeah. that's what I wanted to be doing um, and so she was going out I was not I'd lost all this to me she had gained all this even though she was finding it a challenge herself and that created all sorts of tensions in our relationship but through all that God made our marriage stronger mm -hmm. he, he as Verity said he made me totally dependent on him yes okay because that was the only way I could go forward and, and and situations like that so although I would never want to be silent for two you know unable to talk properly for two years again absolutely God used it um, to bring glory to his name and, and, and use it to train me and teach me and, and help me to learn so yes, much. Yes, yes. Um, and, and if we're talking about uh, specifically because we're a Christian, mm. uh, then we do take seriously the instruction of Jesus that to be a follower of him, you've got to take up your cross yes. to, to follow him. And that does mean Entire, at, at times you will lose stuff you you will mm. it will be a painful experience yes um, can I can I just uh, read uh, read what Jesus said uh, if anyone would come after me uh, they must deny themselves take up their cross and follow me for whoever wants to save their life will lose it but whoever loses his life for me will find it and then what what's 
what's a use if you gained the whole world but lost you know, yep. your eternal identity yes but but that um, and people sometimes misunderstand taking up the cross don't they because mm. they, they, you know I've I've got an annoying neighbor that's my cross well no let, let's get it in perspective yes what, what was the cross for Jesus absolute torture absolute torture so it's not a minor inconvenience no. it's it, it, it's it's a painful decision to obey God's will that um, but uh, whoever loses it, whoever gives up, you know, ju just from our, it's a very old story. Um, I've only got old stories because I'm getting old. <laughs> but uh, our obedience, Fufun and I, when we left the Salvation Army, it, yes. it met, meant we left, lost our home, we lost our income, we lost our job, we lost our position, everything like that. Um, and, and it was a really testing time and a very uncomfortable time. Mm. But Jesus, uh, Jesus said, no one who's given up for me mm -hmm. will lose out because yes. you'll receive. That's right. You'll receive more and more from God. It says also with, with persecution, with trouble, but, but actually when we, when we surrender for God's sake, we're no, God is no man's debtor. Mm. You know, it's like you say for your experience of the voice, actually what came out of it was more than you lost. Yes, that's yeah, right. Yeah. And let's face it, that was the first type of suffering, which was yeah. suffering due to the sin of the world. It wasn't suffering particularly no. No. for anything else. No. And, and let's also just deal one second with the suffering for sin when it's your sin, okay? So that sometimes we do something wrong mm -hmm. and then we yeah. suffer for it. Yes. And I know lots of people who've <laughs> moaned about the fact yeah, that they've had the consequences of their own sin. Do you know, sin. this is good. We're on the same wavelength. Keep talking. I've got the scripture. So, and, and <laughs> what are, so in that, there's no point. It's like a, it's when a child complains that they've been punished. It's not fair. Absolutely it is fair. You've just done something. You're suffering the consequences of it. It is fair. And actually the suffering that you're gaining there is in that is a means to try and teach you not to repeat the action again. Yes. And so we can't really complain about that, but lots of people do. Quite. It's, it's what Peter says in his letter. Uh, I'll refer to it again later, but there's a sentence in there. If you suffer, it should not be as a murderer or a thief or any other kind of criminal, <laughs> or even as a meddler, as a busybody. There you go. Um, but uh, having worked in prison, the, the pe people will say, if you can't do the time, don't do the crime. And, you know, uh, being confined in prison is a very uncomfortable experience, Absolutely. but that is the consequences of action. Um, so, yes, you're, you're absolutely right. And, and you can Sometimes be shaped, we cause our own absolutely. problems. And, and you can be either shaped by that so you learn not to do, do it again, again. Yes. or you just plough on and <laughs> just keep on moaning, just keep yeah. going, it's not fair, you know. Yeah. It's always the cry, oh, you know, why am I in prison? Because you caught me. No, it's not. It's because you did something wrong. <laughs> that's it's the not. porridge thing, the judge's right. comment. You're, you're, a, you're a, what was it, a, not a seasonal criminal, you're a, a repeated criminal, I've yeah. got the phrase now. Uh, but yeah, yes. And, and yeah. So, so that, but that's important, but we all do that. I don't know about you, but if I'm being honest, there are times when I do that, things go wrong, and if I think about it, I should, it's my own fault, right? And it, it is one of the things I hope as we get older that yeah, yeah, we learn sure. the lesson, we finally get us that together. There's no point complaining you haven't got money if you've just gone out and spent it. Yes. There's no point like a child, uh, as a child, here you go, okay, I'll give it, as go. a child, Easter, right? Old story. Yeah, old story, as a child. So Easter, I would get chocolate, okay, and I would eat it, <laughs> gone, two days, no, no left. My brother, who was younger than me, who shared a bedroom with me, would um, take ages. So I'd be sat there, and he would get some chocolate of the night and eat it, and um, enjoy himself and look very smug. And I would be without it, because I'd picked it all on the first yeah. two days. Yeah. It took me ages and ages to swing. <laughs> if you just eat it more slowly, you can get more pleasure out of it. So it's, and, and, but I used to complain, I used to complain to my mum saying, it's not fair, why won't we share his chocolate? Well, you've already eaten yours. But I, I, yeah. I do come across that, and yeah. it's, it's not an uncommon thing in the world, is it? There's a couple of more comments. Um, uh, Maggie's raising a question which perhaps we'll come back to a bit later because that's a very big question. Verity said, the only time of external suffering I've experienced demonstrated to me that I am solid and secure in Christ. He is my rock and my safe place. 
I, I know deep within that I can trust him and I am so thankful. Uh, and the, the, the scripture does give quite a different perspective on suffering than yes. the, the complaining and carping and Absolutely. groaning. Let, can, can I read, well, Paul, uh, Paul. Keith's got uh, St. Keith here. <laughs> <laughs> Paul, uh, <laughs> Keith's got a uh, reading from Paul yes. uh, in Corinthians, but a uh, reading from Peter, just the, the other bit of what I mentioned earlier. He said, um, Dear friends, do not be surprised at the painful trial you're suffering. And that, for those Christians, it really was. Mm. Uh, the, the life was on the line, they would be losing yes. their lives. Uh, don't be surprised, as though something strange was happening to you. But I, just underline the, the points here. But rejoice that you participate in the suffering of Christ, so that you may be overjoyed when his glory is revealed. If you are insulted because of the name of Christ, you are blessed, mm. for the spirit of glory and of God rests on you. Then you shouldn't suffer because you've broken the law. However, if you suffer as a Christian, do not be ashamed, but praise God that you bear that name. Uh, and, and it is quite a different perspective. And actually, if for the cause of Christ, yes. if we're suffering, it's actually a badge of honour. Yes. You know, uh, but Paul has similar things to say. You know, it's a, it's a privilege to be identified with Christ in, in, in that way. Um, and, and in doing that, see, because that changes your mindset, doesn't it? It does. Because actually, if you're going through this, so, so there are times when I've done things that I didn't want to do because somebody else needed me to do it. Right, right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Now, if you're doing, if you're going through a difficult thing, whatever that thing is, for somebody else, then, as you say, mm -hmm. there is some merit in it, isn't there? Mm -hmm. right? Yes, yeah. If you're yeah. going through it because you've been stupid, yeah, there is yeah. no merit in no, it, in that no. sense. So, so if we're going through difficult times and challenges because we've done something for Jesus, absolutely yeah. there's a merit in that. Because yeah. I feel that if uh, I've gone through difficult times for my children, I've gone yeah. through difficult yeah. times you for, for friends, yeah. you just do yeah. that, don't yeah. you? You, do you know, there's lots of times when you prefer not to be doing X or Y, but yeah. you do it because you want to be, yeah. you want to support a friend or yes. you want to support yeah. somebody else. Well, Jesus said that, you know, uh, you, you'll lay down your life for your friends, Yep. but God, while we were enemies, he, he, he Yes, did which is a remarkable thing. Remarkable thing. But yes, we, we do. We, we, we sacrifice for the cause of others. Yeah. And, so, and so therefore doing it for Jesus, for Jesus yes. it's, it's another level on, isn't it? It is. Yeah, yeah. so, so I, I understand it. In all this, let, let, me, let me say, right, I don't think, apart from some name calling, apart from the fact that there's a few relationships I've had that are broken, um, apart from the time when I felt that um, at work I, I, I was passed over for a promotion, I, I wouldn't no. say I've ever. Yeah, no. if we not, think, not, for, not, not for Christ's sake. In that, well, and, and even in those, I don't, you know, mm -hmm. one, one wonders and so on. But I've never experienced what the persecuted church no. experience. No. No. And, you know, part of what's in, in Matt's book is about the suffering church and the things people go through. And let's face it, if I'm being totally frank, I've, I've never experienced that. So anything where we're talking yeah. about suffering for yeah. Christ, yes. anything yeah. I've suffered for Christ Don't. is Don't. minor. It's it, you know, yeah. almost an inconvenience yeah. Yeah. Rather compared uh, to what uh, other people uh, have to go through. Absolutely. Um, all, all, all our experience uh, isn't... You know, we have had some direct uh, experience of people suffering for yes. the, the church. Um, I visited... Uh, uh, a few other countries and I was in China mm, and I yes. met pastors who were arrested who were in prison for, for their faith and recently mm. we've had the privilege of meeting some some yep. people who've come from a country where their family are in prison now and yep. lives are in danger and hearing their story uh, we feel how blessed we are to be in this country yes. and whereas well, it's that middle band, isn't it? The, um, uh, the, the organisations that look at the persecuted church as a yes. middle band around the world where yes. the, the persecution is the, is the greatest. And we were talking earlier, North Korea is yes. top, 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 but Saudi Arabia, Iran, yes. uh, uh, I think Nigeria. Yeah, yeah well, there's a lot yeah. there, isn't there? Yeah, yeah. So, um, yes. 
You know, because it was somebody that, um, I don't know if you met them or what it was, but the one that really sticks in my mind out of all that is the Chinese pastor who had to dig oh, the toilet. Yes, the, the yes, cesspit yes, yes. Um, I can, yeah. can you remember, I can remember the story, I can't remember who he was. Do you remember who he was? Damn it. No, no. So, well, no, let me, let me no, tell you his situation. Yes. So. He, he was a pastor and um, he, you know, he looked after his church, but they, the Chinese authorities basically came to him and said, you know, you're outside of our official Chinese church. Um, you've got to stop it. And he, he wouldn't stop preaching to people. He wouldn't stop telling people about Christ and so on. Anyway, to cut a long story short, um, they put him into prison, but he continued to tell people about Christ there. And people in prison were starting to be saved. So this, you know, they thought, well, what we're we going to do with you now? How can we, how can we make it so that nobody will talk to you and you cannot talk to anyone? So they put him into the cesspit to dig the cesspit out. Yeah. And that was his life. Every day he would be taken from where he slept down to the cesspit where he had yeah. to dig it out. Yes, that's right. Right, And then, yeah. then he would be returned back and he, you know, cold water or whatever to wash him off. But then he'd sleep and everybody avoided him because he stank. Absolutely stank. But the thing, the thing that stays with me is the fact that he described it as a blessing. Yes. And he said for him, the this, this fragrance of that cesspit became a fragrance of flowers and beauty because he got time when he was away from the guards, he was yeah. away from other people, and he could talk with Jesus, mm. and he could sing, and he could commune, and nobody came along to him and told him to shut That's up right. or any no, of that. No. And, and so the, the, the cesspit... For him, became a garden. Became a garden, no, where, and and yeah. and just listening to him and the humility of the man and, and the things that he'd gone through. Yes, you just can't imagine it. Can't, I can't imagine it. No, no. Yeah, no. and and to come out of it like that and and blessed and so I can't I can't tell you stories of suffering for Christ and what it's done for me, and how it's changed me. But I can tell you stories that, uh, like well, Paul says, well, well, I refer, know a man. You refer yeah. that to, uh, because then I think in the yeah, moment we it, might go for a yeah. song and a, it's a shame to interrupt this conversation, but we, we will. <laughs> but so, so, th this is, so this is Paul, okay? And even Paul, in, in a sense, um, decries himself later on. But this is Paul in, in 2 Corinthians chapter 11. And he's not talking, he's not boasting. In fact, he's just trying to show to the world what he's put up with, not to make a name for himself, but for Jesus. Okay. So this is, um, this is what he said. So 2 Corinthians chapter 11 and starting at um, verse, 20, uh, verse 22. He's saying to, about other people who are saying they're super apostles and <coughs> Paul's a nobody. He said, are they Hebrews? Well, so am I. Are they Israelites? So am I. Are they Abraham's descendants? So am I. Are they servants of Christ? I'm out of my mind to talk like this. It was just saying, I am more, I'm more of a servant. I've been worked much harder, been in prison more frequently, been flogged more severely, and been exposed to death again and again. Five times I received from the Jews the 40 lashes minus one. Three times Five I've been times. beaten with a rod. Once I was stoned, three times I was shipwrecked. I've spent a night and a day in the open sea. I've been constantly on the move. I've been in danger from rivers, in danger from bandits, in danger from my own countrymen, in danger from Gentiles, in danger in the city, in danger in the country, in danger at sea, and in danger from false brothers. I have labored and toiled and have often gone without sleep. I've known hunger and thirst and have gone about without food. I've been cold and naked, and besides everything else, I face daily the pressure of my concern for all the churches. Who is weak, and I do not feel weak? Who is led into sin, and I do not inwardly burn? However, if I must boast, I will boast of the things that show my weakness. The God and Father of the Lord Jesus Christ, who is to be praised forever, knows that I am not lying. In Damascus, the governor under King uh, Artus had the city of the Damascenes uh, um, guarded in order to arrest me. But I was loaded in a basket from a window in the wall and slipped through his hands. He boasts of his weakness, of the fact that he's gone through those sufferings. It, it, somewhere else he talks about it, 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 he was stoned and left for dead. They yeah. thought they were, thought, thought they were dead and some disciples came and 
It, it, what a CV. I know. And, and, and then he, d he goes on just in a few verses later, but then he says this, okay. Um, but I will not, um, I will, um, if I must go on boasting, I will go on to revelations and visions from the Lord. I know a man. So he stops boasting about himself, but turns like we are to people who've suffered in different ways. I know a man who was caught up in Christ. Whether it was in the body or out of the body, I do not know. God knows. And I know that this man, whether in the body or apart from the body, was caught up to paradise. He heard inexpressible things, things that man is not permitted to tell. I will boast about a man like that, but I will not boast about myself except about my weakness. Even if I should choose to boast, I would not be a fool because I would be speaking the truth, but I refrain so that no one will think more of me than is warranted by what I do or say. He Great. boasts about somebody else, incredible. <laughs> I'm nowhere near that, I tell you. <laughs> <laughs> and, and Paul would say that he's only imitating Christ, wouldn't he? You he know, would. But, you know, Paul is a, you know, uh, yeah. The, the, there are a few other comments. We'll, shall we pick them up after the? Song? Yeah, I think because so. Because we'll some very interesting yes. uh, points to there. So yeah, we're, we're going to listen to a song, which which is about Jesus offering his life for us and yes. what, the cost of that. And the, we have some notices for the church family. But we'll be back in a few moments. Yes. It's, um, we've been talking through the interval because there have been some really interesting questions raised. So, um, so we will pick up on these questions now and, and, start, to, and start to discuss them. Feel free to, to chuck in more. It's a, it's, it is a challenging topic because, um, yeah, well, because it is really. So let's, let's, read out, let's read out the first one then. Okay. So um, Maggie said... Um, I have lots of questions, e.g. why does God sometimes answer prayers and sometimes not? About suffering in the world and why some suffer so much more than others, etc, etc. Um, so, do you want to go at that first climb or do you want me to have a go? Uh, I'm happy to... <laughs> go on, go on. Yeah, yeah. No, and, and first of all, let me say, Maggie, that I think you're right to say exactly what you said. Okay. Um, I think it's important that we're prepared to acknowledge that we don't understand, that there are times and there are questions that we've got that we don't understand. Um, and I will be absolutely honest, there's lots of things I don't understand, loads and loads of stuff. Um, what, what I do in those times, and, and it is linked with um, periods of when I've suffered and I haven't understood it, okay, is I know who God is because I've met him and I, and I talk with him and I talk with him every day. And although I don't necessarily understand all that he does, I do know he's good because I've experienced it so often in my life. And um, all, all I can say is, a good example, okay, um, when Becky was younger and she was having um, her operations, Anna and I would pray about the operations. Um, God was very gracious, you know, Becky, Becky suffered a lot through those operations, but you know, um, well, she came through them. But there was one time when, when one of the operations was a really serious operation, and Anna and I pleaded with him that the operation wouldn't take place. And he, she was healed. So she was right. healed with one bit. Right, yes. So the operation yeah. never happened. And it was, a really, it was a really important operation. Yeah, yeah. Um, and she was healed. So, if you know, in that situation, why, why, why? that time, and no, why not the other no, times? No, no. I don't know. No, no. I genuinely don't know. But I do know, I do know who he is. The, I do the, know. That, mm. Which is Paul in the in the scripture that his his testimony. Um, now we're we're talking as Christians here, so people without God are without hope. That's what the Bible says, and, yes. and life is just awful for a lot of people but it's that different perspective as a Christian that we know God and it, Paul says who shall who shall separate us so you know human or demonic who shall separate us from the love of Christ shall trouble or hardship or persecution or famine or nakedness or danger or sword 
Uh, and then we know how, no, in all these things we're more than conquerors. I'm convinced that those shall never separate us from the love of God. And that isn't a sentimental love, is no, it? It's a it purposeful, intentional looking for our good. But you might have gone through famine and distress and the sword and persecution. But actually, undergirding it all is this gracious, loving God mm. who's working out his purposes. It, it, I, I think eternity will reveal it. Yes. Like having come through the fire, yeah. we'll, we'll see That's what right. it was all about. Mm. And, and so, Maggie, I, I agree with what you put second. However, I am gradually learning to leave my many questions with God mm -hmm. and trust that he will work it out in the end. Mm -hmm. Not always easy, though. Mm -hmm. I'm absolutely with you. Yeah. I totally agree. But, but, but the, the, the testimony uh, in Revelation is that those who love not their life even unto death, isn't it? Mm. And, and it is, uh, it, I haven't got the verse here, but uh, it does say that uh, these situations are the testing of our faith to prove that it's genuine, that, it, that mm. it's real. And uh, the Revelation talks about those who held on to Christ, held on to their faith in the face of overwhelming pain and suffering, and to, even to the point that they didn't, they, they preferred to lose their life rather than mm. lose faith in, in mm. Christ. You know, the, the exchange isn't just worth it. Oh, I'll, 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 <laughs> I'll lose my faith, but I've got my life. Well, mm. you know. That's right. It, uh, <laughs> so Anna's gone on and, and said this. So there's, there's other questions, other bits which we can come back to, but I think this is one that's relevant. So Anna's my wife, but this is what she said. What is really, what is really hard is suffering when you can't feel God's presence. But it can also work in that C.S. Lewis says that our pain can prevent us from feeling his presence. And, and let's, let's just show scriptural basis for that. So when Jesus was going to the cross, we know that in the Garden of Gethsemane, he pleaded with the Father, is there another way? Is there another way for this to happen mm. apart from this? And when we say pleaded, that, you know, Luke describes it as him sweating, um, sweating so badly that they actually suggest it ruptured some of his blood vessels in his head. The pressure he was under. So he, because Luke says he, he dropped beads of sweat like blood. Okay. So he was under pressure. And then on the cross, what did he cry out? My God, my God, why hast thou forsaken me? The challenges on that cross were such. Now, he, he, he could have got down. Oh. He could have got down at any time, and he could have brought the legions of angels. So even in that moment, he didn't do it. But even Jesus, at that moment, oh. was isolated. And he had to go through it for him alone. <coughs> so, so, yeah, absolutely. There are times suffering... Well, it is genuinely what it says. Suffering is, is suffering. And I don't understand lots of times, but I do know. Yes, yeah. I know who I believe in. Just as it, you're talking there, uh, we touched on earlier how the, the benefit of pain and suffering, um, but it's what people say in the world, when, when there's a natural disaster, the human spirit rises to it and people want to help them yes. get involved, don't they? Um, but but, but I'm just emphasising that it, it, it does show the depth of love um, when, we, when we see people suffering. Um, and that's also uh, referred to in the book that, it's, particularly in the Western church, we, we mustn't forget the persecuted yes. Christians. You know, that the we're, we're, what Paul says, when one when, when suffers, we all suffer. Yes. Now we're not, you know, as you said, we're, we haven't actually experienced it, but we, we need to, as far as we can, come alongside. Yes, I remember. You know, um, because we're all part of the same family. And if, if we've got that sense of detachment, and well, uh, that's their problem, not mine. It's, uh, mm. that, 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 that's not the full experience of the Christian life. We're, we're actually participating in this together yeah. and and another part remember that that what we can clearly see time and time again in the Bible and in people's lives there are times when our suffering 
actually brings benefit to other people, mm -hmm. right? And I'm not, you know, that is very difficult, but it, I'm afraid in this fallen, broken world, it is mm. just true. Mm. And there are times when, in one sense, we're not suffering for ourselves, and Jesus most definitely wasn't suffering for himself, no, no, no. right? But the suffering that we're suffering mm -hmm. is to help somebody else. Mm -hmm. And in that, we can never know. Not, not in this life. No, no. Not, you know, somehow they tell us later. Mm -hmm. but, um, but that's something else you can hold on to when you're going through whatever it is you're going through. Mm -hmm. Right? That actually maybe God can use this with somebody else to glorify his name. Mm -hmm. Yeah? Mm -hmm. And we won't know, not until eternity. But that is the way it works sometimes, and yeah, at least it gives us another reason to hold on and to keep going and to hang in there. Yeah, yeah. The, the, it's what it's what I think Isaiah says: your ways are higher than our ways. Yes, it is understanding. But, but the, the, I, I think we're trying to emphasise that actually there is a very positive side to sometimes the pain and the suffering that people experience. And certainly, uh, in the story of the um, the Acts of the Apostles, the growth of the church, uh, when Stephen was stoned to death, yes. great persecution, so the church was scattered and the church grew. And we know, it, it's a fact, that in those countries where Christians really are they're imprisoned, um, uh, some people lose their lives, that sort of thing, uh, when that happens, the church actually grows. It, it's the ancient uh, saying that the, the blood of the martyrs is the seed of the church. Mm -hmm. And miraculously, God uses that pressure yep. that comes on to, to bring about good, that more people get saved, more people come into the kingdom, the church grows. But it was at the cost of some people losing their life, as is the foundation of our faith. It's because Jesus gave up his mm -hmm. life for us that we're here at all. That's right. And it'd be wonderful if it, it didn't happen it, that it, way, but it just but, seemed... But because sin's in the world, that's the way it had to be. That's yeah. right. Yeah. yeah. The, the, a good example of that is after, after of course, um, Stephen was stoned, then the persecution took place, yeah. as Clive yeah. said. So we've actually got written down one example of, of how the gospel then was spread and yeah. the impact. So Philip then... Okay, so this is um, Acts 8, verse 26. Now an angel of the Lord said to Philip, Go south to the road, the desert road that goes down from Jerusalem to Gaza. So he went out, and on his way he met an Ethiopian eunuch, an important official in charge of the treasury of Padans, queen of the Ethiopians. This man had gone to Jerusalem to worship, and on his way home was sitting in his chariot reading the book of, the, of Isaiah, the prophet. Philip was there because the church was being scattered. Yes. He was on the road and he was able to talk to the Ethiopian eunuch. He was in the right place at the right time where the Holy Spirit wanted him to be. And he spoke to the Ethiopian eunuch and that gave birth to the Ethiopian church. There were literally hundreds and thousands of people who owe their faith mm -hmm. to that persecution. Yeah. So Stephen's death Yes. The outworking of it, it was, was that the Ethiopian church came into being. Yes. And that's just one example of it. Absolutely. Well, so, sorry, go on. No, no, no. No. It's, it, it's just, it is, so it's, it's all that. We, we never know. Stephen, in one sense, did not know. He, I'm sure he does now. He's had a conversation with Jesus about it. But, but he didn't know as he was dying that well, what he was suffering thought. for was actually... Okay. Thousands and thousands of people who came into and eternity. And did Stephen lose out? Of course not. It's, I see the Lord standing. Yeah. And it, it was some guys in prison said, uh, usually the visions of Jesus, are, usually the vision of Jesus is of him uh, seated. But it, they, 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 they were commenting to me that Stephen saw Jesus standing as if he was giving him a real welcome. Yeah, oh, yeah. where's my boy? Come on. <laughs> But yeah, and, and uh, in the book it talks about our perspective on death. Yes. As does happen, Christians lose their life because of their faith. Um, but our understanding of death is very different. Yes. Uh, to, to, um, that uh, it's what Paul says: <laughs> "For me to live is Christ, but to die is to die. It's it's to my benefit, you know. But, but for your benefit, I'm okay. I'll stay around, but." If it was for my benefit, I'd rather go and be with the Lord. Mm -hmm. 
particular, the, uh, all the stuff he's been facing. Yeah, ex- well, exactly, yes. <laughs> Let me right. out. Mm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. Mm. The, the, Pat, Pan was commented, uh, and uh, in this week's readings, uh, there's a chapter on being not alone. And Pam, you've rightly commented the, the verse which says, Jesus says, I will never leave you or forsake you. Um, and if in times of trial and testing people, uh, as has been commented, they become a bit numb, but that might be how we feel, but the Lord has never separated himself. Yeah. That's, that's what Paul was saying. Nothing can separate us yes, from the Lord. Yes, that's right. Uh, it's how you feel, uh, isn't it? it, it? it, it is, it's, yeah. it's the fact that we, we lose the ability Indeed, to listen. Uh, I know myself, when I'm, yes, when I'm very emotional, yes. that um, I that anything that God says to me, any one if I hear him, but two, it's distorted because yeah. I'm putting it through my own filters and my own yes. hurt and yeah. upset. And yeah. yeah. So so you, yes, in those times absolutely he it's not him. Yeah. It's about the way we're yeah. responding. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Alan, have you got the Alan's comment? Yeah, we can yeah. we can take inspiration from how other people cope with their suffering. Yeah. And, and that absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So so in it all we can take inspiration. What we can see is that suffering, you can come through suffering. Yeah. But more than that, if, if it takes your life, okay, as, as Clive was saying, and it's a big statement, but for me to live is Christ, to die is gain. And we have to remember that we have the whole of eternity, the whole of yes. eternity. So yeah. whatever we've suffered on, on now, however long it lasts, even if we suffered for 40 years, yes. if, in comparison to the whole of eternity, it is a drop in the ocean. Yes. Might not feel like it at the time, and I'm not trying to minimise no. what people suffer, and I'm not trying to say you know it's it's insignificant, but it is. Well, you read the catalogue of Paul's life there. Yes. And we go to another verse, which says, "This momentary affliction, <laughs> momentary. You know, stoned, mm-hmm. flogged, yeah. shipwrecked uh, three times, imprisoned, yeah, naked, running from cities, yeah. left for dead, and he says." momentary affliction is preparing us for an eternal weight of glory and and if if we if we're open to it god can work in us as yes. well as work through us that's right and i'm, I'm sure uh, you know using the circumstances of life to be the, the <coughs> refiner's fire you know getting rid of the dross mm. so so let's let's go to that verse clive that okay. you um, that you quoted but let's actually read it because we're coming to the end Oh, so, man, oh, what a shame. <laughs> We're only halfway through. <laughs> but but um, if we... Um, if, if There's all sorts of things we don't understand. And none of us want to suffer. I think we'd all admit that there have been times when suffering has actually helped us grow and develop as people. But this, this is a bit that uh, yeah, we're all looking forward to. So, Revelation 21. Then I saw a new heaven and a new earth, for the first heaven and the first earth had passed away, and there was no longer any sea. I saw the holy city, the new Jerusalem, coming down out of heaven from God, prepared as a bride beautifully dressed for her husband. And I heard a loud voice from the throne saying, Now the dwelling of God is with men, and he will live with them, and they will be his people, and God himself will be with them and be their God and he will wipe away every tear from their eyes. There will be no more death, or mourning, or crying, or pain, for the old order of things has passed away. He who is seated on the throne, God, said, I'm making everything new. Then he said, write this down, for these words are trustworthy and true. So let's, let's finish where that's that's the end game that's the the end of all the suffering and let me just go back right to the beginning and remind you okay it was never meant to be this suffering was never meant to be Mm -hmm. god did not do this this is the result of sin and everything that's led from it and all the suffering jesus's death all the rest of it all our suffering we were meant to be in the relationship that's described in, New, in Revelation 21 all the time. That was how we were meant to live. 
but at least we now have the chance to be there to go back again because of Jesus' suffering and his death for us. Mm. Mm. Sparked off a whole lot more thoughts there, but mm. you're right, it's, it's time. Well, it, it's interesting, um, if you're part of our church, uh, we've been looking at some of the verses that uh, are recorded of the conversation with Je Jesus in the upper room with the disciples before yep. his betrayal and trial and crucifixion. Uh, this Sunday it's my privilege to be speaking and uh, what Jesus says to the disciples in the world you will have trouble and we'll be defining what we mean by the world but it, as Christians yep. it's going to be tough yep. and in this part of the world at the moment we're relatively safe and secure Absolutely, we, we feel the pressure increasing but compared to how other people but the general de definition in the world you will have trouble but be of good cheer, be of good heart. I have overcome the world. That's right. And we're, we're more than conquerors through him who loved us and gave his life for us. Yep. So uh, let's finish with one prayer then. Yeah. As, as Matt asked us in the book to pray. So mm -hmm. Father, we want, to, we want to give you all of your people throughout the world who are yes. now suffering for you. Lord. Mm. Every single one across the whole world. Yes. And we can't name them by name. We don't know them by name, but you do. You know every person every person who is going through persecution, whatever shape, whatever form it is, and all those people who today will die for you. Yes. And Lord, what we just pray is that you will be close to them, that you will speak to them, that you will help them as they go through this suffering, that you will, you will be as close as you can be. And Lord, I just pray that you would help them to hold on to you, to trust you, to believe with in you as they go through yeah. whatever ordeals they go to, through today. And Father, I ask that you would guide each of us, that you would help us to understand what you want us to do, how we can support them, how we can help them in whatever way, whether through prayer, action, whatever it is. But Lord, we give them and just leave them at your feet and say, we don't understand, not really, but we do trust. Mm. We trust you and give them to you. Mm. Amen. 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 Thank you. Thank you for this evening. And good night from me as well. <laughs> uh, thank you for joining with us. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.